Hey, it's Tay. And I'm Kelly. Welcome to Dear Desert Diaries, where we have conversations about all things mental health and what can impact it. But we feel we need to give you a disclaimer ahead of time that we aren't therapists and by no means giving professional advice, but we are here to share stories and to create a safe space for listeners just like you to not feel alone. So grab your favorite drink, don't let us distract you while you're driving, stay safe in nature, or whatever it is that you do while listening to us, and we'll be back. Dear Desert Diaries, it's Tay again. We have definitely gotten pretty up close and personal the last few weeks, and I wanted to continue the trend, but this time to talk about social media. I definitely have a love-hate relationship with social media, because I feel that if you use social media for the wrong things or the wrong reasons, such as relying on others to boost your self-confidence constantly, or if you're using it to slander others, it's obviously not a good thing. However, on the flip side of things, if you're using it for the right things, such as sharing pictures and memories that you've created with your friends and family, or if you've been starting conversations about topics that maybe have been under wraps for generations and need to be brought to the light so that we can break stigmas. I'm not going to lie though. I definitely do enjoy getting the attention when I post a selfie because yes, it does boost my confidence. However, I don't solely rely on social media to boost my confidence. I had to learn that one the hard way. Many of you know that in your teen years and your college years, especially with us 90s babies, once we got to that age in our life, we were surrounded by everything being on social media, including everything on my mind. Most thoughts that generally weren't important. I'll even share one. It's kind of embarrassing, so bear with me. But like the time I posted on Facebook that I tried to mail something sexy to someone but realized I couldn't fit in the mailbox. Yeah, I said that. Don't come at me. I don't know why I did that. I look back on it and it makes me do a face palm. But (laughs) that's besides the point because I don't use it like that anymore. I love looking back on the memories though. Looking at how far I've come. Sometimes you know, looking at all the pictures of my kids and how they've grown over the years and realizing how time really does go by so fast. But also as I've gotten older and I hear other adults slamming social media, I have a tendency to argue that it can also be good because if you are being realistic on social media, if you are sharing opportunities, if you're bringing light to the hard topics on your platform, then you can absolutely use social media for good. And to be honest, I think everything has a good and a bad side, but it's going to depend on who you're asking. I don't want to give too much away in this diary entry because obviously Kelly and I will be diving deeper into it, but my honest opinion is if you're using social media responsibly, it's definitely not a bad thing. I think it can definitely be used for a lot of good reasons, but it's important to make sure your intentions are good. Anyways, diary, that's it for this entry. I'm looking forward to our next conversation. Love, Tay. Hi, my name is Kelly, and I compare my life to others from time to time on social media. Who doesn't? I imagine myself in a classroom taking the test that is life, and I'm clueless. I'm unprepared, and I did not study. I try to keep my eyes on my own test, but everyone is getting up, turning their answers into the teacher, and floating back to their desk to wait for everyone else to finish. The pressure's on now and I'm thinking I'm in a room full of people who know the answers to living this happy life and who knows their purpose. But the truth is, 
No one knows the answers, not even the teachers. They're just there to collect your answers and show it to the rest of the class for everyone else to judge. Judge based on their own perspectives, projecting their beliefs and thoughts to fill in what they don't know behind their peers' responses and without knowing the person themselves. You know, kind of like social media. The websites are applications that provide a platform for everyone and anyone to create, share, or communicate with. Don't judge a book by its cover, they say, yet we do on social media every single day. I'm talking to those of you who are like me and to those who want to understand a different perspective. With a flick of my thumb, I would aimlessly scroll through content of like-minded people, happy things, people living the life I wish I had, and to friends that I wanted to keep up with. So overall, happy content. But I would use social media as a tool to grade my life. I posted for likes. I posted random stuff that nobody cared about and I don't even care about today. Like, no one cares that you're going to the mall, 2010 Kelly. Today, social media is good when I find the right content that suits me and the mood I'm in. I still find myself comparing my life to the influencers living the dream of mine to travel the world, experiencing different cultures. But I do always appreciate the ones that share their struggles, the ones that explain their life isn't as easy, and here's why. Before I started following the right people, for my mindset at least, the more I realized the narratives I would create to fill in the blanks of other people's lives, and the more I realized that people were forming narratives about my life. It's such a good place for so many things, but balance is important. Our minds are like magicians can trick us to believing we don't have something magical in our own lives. A person could be rich in many different ways of their life and have a yacht, but still compare their life to someone who has a private jet. We are all uniquely beautiful in our own ways. Of course, have ambition to do more. Yes, it's amazing to have inspiration, but embrace the magic that you bring to other people's lives, told or untold. Social media is just a collection of a person's chosen moments. It's not the whole picture. So stop downplaying your own story and everything that you are or have gone through to get through your past struggles because there's ordinary and then there's you. And you being here is magical enough. I just wanted to say, first of all, I know I've said it before, but I love how you write your diary entries because they are so expressive in such a different way than mine are. And it's very unique and I really enjoy listening to them. Oh, thank you. All right. So this week we're talking about social media and we have all heard the pros and cons of social media. And I feel like it's really been prevalent in my life recently with where I'm volunteering. Anyways, I'm really excited to jump into this one. Yeah. So we'll just start with how do you feel about social media in general? So kind of something that we talked about in the high school ministry was it can be good and bad. And that's something that I've really been talking to the high school girls about is because it depends on what you're using social media for. In my opinion, yes, it can go either way, but I try and use it for something positive and I try and put a positive spin on it because that's Ultimately, what I want to do with my personal page, with our Dear Desert Diaries page, is I want it to be a positive outlet, and I also want it to be a realistic outlet. 
So I know I posted on both my personal and our Dear Desert Diaries page. You know, I shared some things that maybe I I personally been struggling with because I also want people to know they're not alone. But at the same time, we provide a lot of encouragement. And I think as long as you're using it in that aspect, I think it's a good thing. But as you know, people can use it for bad things and they can use it for slandering and, you know, all the negative things like that, where that's where it becomes an issue. And of course, people always look at the negatives compared to the positives because the negatives are more taboo. Right. Social media can be good. It's a platform where everyone feels like they can speak their opinion, have that kind of freedom to do so. I think of like keyboard warriors, people that wouldn't normally say anything in real life face to face to somebody is all of a sudden really brave to do so on the internet because there's no immediate consequences to their actions or their words. And if they don't want to see it, then they can just delete it. Well, exactly. And I think too, that again, goes both ways. You know, people feel more brave behind the Mm -hmm. keyboard and that's when some problems can arise. But then going the other way, people feel more brave and that's when they feel more confident in themselves and they're able to put on a, you know, a brave face and help spread the positivity. And like you said, I mean, that is the beauty of it is if you don't want to see it, you can block those people. Right. Um, which is nice, but I also think it's very important for people to understand that if you're going to have a conversation, don't avoid the conversation and do it via social media. Like do that face to face. Right. Uh, 100%. I, I don't know. I feel like it could be a starting point for some people to feel brave enough to get the confidence that they need in order to have kind of the discussions that they need to have in person. I know for me, it's a lot easier for me to share any of my thoughts online because I don't have to see people's reactions or like everyone's reactions. And those that do react to it are usually, for the most part, I would say positive. And anything that I get in my inbox or generally positive. A lot of my social media, I feel like has like-minded people for the most part, but then when certain things I feel like are created to divide people and you share your opinion one way or the other, people like to be the first ones to tell you that you're wrong. When again, I mean, that's people getting their bravery in, you know, had social media not been a thing, they probably wouldn't have said it to your face. Yeah. But kind of piggybacking off of that, have you seen it affect you mentally in a positive or a negative way? Yeah. I mean, I'll start with the negatives first. I would say up until the last few years, I used social media as an outlet to really highlight the positives. I don't know if I was trying to convince people that I was having like the best life or whatever, or if I was trying to highlight it for myself, because in my mind, I have a lot of negative memories, or I feel like I hold a lot of negative memories because I'm self-critical. So I think... It's negative because in my previous relationship, I would only show the happy moments, but it wasn't including all of the real stuff behind closed doors that was going on. And so when things came to an end, it was a shock for a lot of people because I just never shared that. I think that's where it really hit me that it was actually negative. Although I was highlighting parts of my life, I was kind of neglecting the negativity that was actually surrounding it and not confronting that. 
So when I had to, it was almost like I was trying to tell people like, hey, I know you saw the positives. I almost felt like I had to explain myself to the people that were really invested in my story. Like, oh, well, things ended because of this and we tried everything that we could, but I didn't need to explain it to people. And I, so I think that was the negative piece. Well, I mean, in that sense, you were not necessarily hiding the negatives, but you were kind of hiding the negatives because who honestly wants to put themselves on blast like that? That's just opening you up for just a bunch of criticism. However, I do feel like that could be a good thing. I mean, you and I have obviously learned that now. Um, you know, it could be a good thing because then it shows people like, oh man, I'm going through that too, or or I'm in a sim- similar situation, or oh, hey, so-and-so down the street, um, you know, she's a good good friend of mine. She's been struggling with this. Like, how are you getting through this? Like, it can open the door for conversations. So I think, like you said, it can definitely be negative because you, I don't want to say like you're pretending, but you are, you're putting on a facade is really what it is. You know, we're all guilty of that. And as far as like me personally, mentally, recently it's been really good, but that's because I know how to use it now. Whereas when I first started with social media, I had really low self-esteem. I was very self-conscious of myself. I pointed out all the flaws in myself constantly. So when social media was a thing and you posted your pictures, you had to get the right angle. You had to make sure that your hair was in the right place and you know the sun was shining in just the right way to give you that extra glow. And while we still kind of do that to this day, back then it was more so like, ooh, how many likes can I get? Ooh, people actually do like me. Whereas now, yeah, I do appreciate that. I appreciate the compliments I receive. I, I appreciate the likes and whatever, but I don't appreciate it for the same reasons mm-hmm. as I did back then. And that was hard on me. If I posted like a picture or something that I was like, oh my gosh, I look so good. And then I wouldn't get a lot of likes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like crushed, you know? Whereas now, like, okay, well, whatever. You know, if I post pictures and I don't, okay, it is what it is. I'm kind of using it more so, like at least my personal one. I'm Yes, I'm using it to tell a story, but I'm also using it because I'm more wanting to just put it out there that I am human. I go through the same things or similar things as you. And also because I want to have a memory bank and I love Mm -hmm. looking back at the memories, like watching my babies, like they get older and it's just so cute just to, to look at what we've done over the years. So it's definitely changed. And I don't know if that's like an age thing or what, but I think mentally now I'm in a good place with it. Mentally before, not so much. Yeah. I feel that because especially when you said the likes thing, I, oh my gosh, now I purposely go in there and I try to hide the likes just because I want to not have people focus on that. I used to solely rely on that. Like if I didn't get a lot of likes and oh man, I would use every single hashtag, like a paragraph just to get noticed on social media by people that I don't even know. And that's the thing that bothers me now the most is that. I want approval from complete strangers that I have n- I don't know anything about. You know, it's so funny because I feel like, I mean, we are human. We are like that. We mm-hmm. want to feel accepted, yeah. you know, and I think that's completely normal. And yeah. like I said, I mean, yeah, I still appreciate the likes too. But I feel like my – I don't rely on that like as much as I used to. 
But mentally, yeah, it can be so draining. And if you're doing it for the wrong reasons, man, that's not – especially, oh, man, especially with the teenagers, the girls. I mean, I've been there. I mean, you've been there. We know what it's like to – back in high school and you just mm – -hmm. oh, it's so hard. And so when I was talking to them and you're talking about social media, it's one of those things that's like – I want to tell you not to do it, but I also want to tell you like it can be good and there is a lot of positivity to it. So just basically tell them like, be careful how you're using it. Don't do it for the wrong reasons. Don't do it to, you know, be noticed or, you know, whatever. It just do it because you're trying to spread the positivity. That's, I mean, and then ultimately when you get older, you're going to realize. Yeah. But it's so hard. I mean, how can you convince, you know, a teenager to do that? Especially at that age where I know I felt like, oh, pff, yeah, okay, I know everything. It's fine. I'm going to be fine. Media in general, but social media, when you see all these influencers having this perfect life, then it makes you kind of wonder, especially if it's the same age group as you, it makes you wonder like, oh, what am I doing with my life? I wish I could be doing that. And then I said in my entry, we start saying like, oh, well, they're probably doing this or I wouldn't want to do this because of this. And so just creating some type of narrative for ourselves to make ourselves feel better about our own situation when there's nothing to be ashamed about. And I know that people are doing their best with what they have and what the resources that they have available to them. I think it's a matter of us as human beings, not giving ourselves enough credit for the hard work that we are doing today. Yeah. And the fact that social media, I mean, you're able to compare yourself to others. Mm -hmm. It is kind of a negative. I mean, yeah. it's... There's some people out there, you know, that don't care what other people think and kudos to them. I wish I could be like that, but I'm not. But that is, we have to be so careful with the comparisons because the comparisons are what's really going to get you. And so often, I mean, I follow YouTubers and influencers and all that stuff because yeah, it's fun to watch and it's entertaining, but sometimes I just want to see the real life. I want them to show the raw moments because I don't know. I just want to see like that they're actually human and that they've worked hard because they always say, oh, I'm so appreciative for all my followers, blah, 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 because if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't be here. But at the same time, it's like I feel like all I see are the, your good videos. So mm -hmm. I don't really see like how hard it was So to see the behind the scenes and things like that would be kind of cool. Yeah. And I think going back to what you said a little bit ago about spreading positivity, like it's kind of hard to, to spread positivity in a way that isn't like you're bragging about it. But also, like you mentioned as well, showing your vulnerable side, essentially. And sometimes that isn't positive. I know for me, I get invested in these stories of other people's lives where they started from, you know, not so great situation and then just kind of watching them progress as time goes on. I'm just waiting for that better moment for them. It's an inspiration. Yeah, exactly. It's nice to see that people go through struggles to get to some place that they want to get. They go through their ups and downs on the roller coaster on their journey getting there. And once they're finally there, like they did what they set their mind out to do 
And that's just another reminder. Anyone can do whatever they want to do. My best friend, she was not at a weight that she was happy with. And she decided, you know what? I'm going to lose weight. I'm going to get fit. And look at her now. I mean, you know her. She looks phenomenal. Yes, she does. And she worked (laughs) her butt off to do that. She could have easily have been like, oh, yeah, I see all those people. They're, you know, fit and, you know, but how how do they do that? And they she didn't, didn't change anything. If she didn't change things, she wouldn't have accomplished what she did. And so she changed her lifestyle. I think it's just a, a mind block in them. Or maybe they've been told, oh, you can't do it. You can't do it by, about other things. And they yeah. just kind of believe that lie. I think also believing things you read on social media, you've got to be careful with that because don't believe everything you read. There's so many fake things that go around on the internet too. So like, how do you filter those kind of things out? I think that that's hard. Especially when people hype it up too. Yes. Yep. And you're like, wait, is it real? Wait, no. That Yeah, it did. Maybe it oh, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. People are so creative with social media and Going back to our last episode, there's a lot of untold stories out there. So how do you keep that in mind when you're starting to compare yourself to another person's life? And that's when I wish I was like those people who don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would make the world so much easier if we just didn't care about what other people think. Yes. But I think it's more so we need to break down the stigmas surrounding mental health and that it is okay to ask for help when you don't feel okay. And by using our social media platforms and our podcast platform, I'm praying and hoping that we're able to reach people and eventually reach the world that it's okay. Mental health is normal. We all experience some sort of mental health struggle from time to time, some worse than others. But in order to really get past that, you need to open the door that it's okay to talk about it, that it's okay to express yourself. It's okay to ask for that help. And I'm not saying that resources and things like that can fix and heal everything because sometimes when you're in such a deep, dark mindset, it doesn't matter what other people say to you or where they guide you. You already have your mind set on that. But there's always that hope that if you have someone to talk to, someone that's maybe experienced that, that maybe there's a little switch that they can flip that changes that mindset. But you'll never know unless we start breaking down these stigmas. I agree. Yep. I know for me, for a while, I used social media to escape my reality and only look at my happiest moments that I clearly put on social media. And I could be another person on social media. I didn't have to face any negativity that was going on in my real life. That reminds me of Halloween. Halloween is like a time that you can pretend to be someone that you're not. And that's Mm. probably why that's always been one of my favorite holidays is because I got to be someone I wasn't. And I feel like it's so fun and it's relieving to not have to be you for a moment. Mm Mm-hmm. However, (laughs) when you are pretending to be someone you're not all the time, that can definitely wear down on a person. Yeah, that's very true. So social media in general can be overwhelming. I still hide my likes when I can just because I don't want to pay attention to that. I just want to post it more for me and to look back on. 
But when it does start to get overwhelming, because we all get into that endlessly, mindlessly scrolling, what do you do to unplug? Gosh, that's a great question. I I can't say like I have a hard time unplugging uh, because I have three little ones. So mm, very true. I don't really have time to just like sit there and scroll. I mean, sometimes I do it before bed. And when I do that and I catch myself in a mindless scroll moment before bed, it's more so like I give my myself a time limit. And so if it hits like a certain time, like I'm an old lady already. <laughs> um, usually not. if I <laughs> if I'm like in bed and I'm scrolling and it's 930, I give myself like 10, 15 minutes just to do whatever. And then I go ahead and wrap up for the night. Because at this point in my life, like I have to be well rested. I have to get a full eight hours of sleep because (laughs) I like to get up before the house wakes up. Mm -hmm. And when you have three littles that you're getting ready for school and getting the lunches ready and everything like that, and you're trying to work at the same time, it's overwhelming. So if I don't get my full eight hours, then the morning is extremely hectic, more so than normal. But I think for me, it's more of a discipline thing and it's something that I've had to learn over time because when I just had one kid, even the two kids, I found myself doing that and I'd be up until like midnight just scrolling and then the next morning I was so groggy and it was like such a terrible mom I felt like. I'm like, "Eh, just one more cup of coffee after like my fifth cup. Yeah. So I think it's just, for me, it's just a discipline thing because I don't like feeling that way in the morning. Well, that's a good way to think about it. I know. So like now I would say when I first moved out here to Arizona, I was on social media constantly and showing people where I live now and was all about it. But now I can admit that I think your brother has actually helped me kind of unplug. And it's nice to keep some of that as a mystery. And I don't know, I feel like I am sharing highlights now, but still trying to keep it real with like, hey, I'm, I still go through struggles and I still have anxieties and things like that. And clearly with the podcast, I'm not hiding that now. But I think being out in nature is something that's helped me kind of unplug from social media on top of dating your brother. (laughs) You and I both know he's not one for social media anyway, but he's really helped me kind of be present. That's one thing that I'm still kind of working on a little bit better on, but remaining present in the moment with whatever I'm doing and giving my attention to that. I don't have to rush to social media to tell everyone what I'm doing. I think it's more so remembering to live in the moment Mm -hmm. because you're going to remember these things whereas if you were watching it behind the camera because you're trying to take a video or trying to take a picture of it, that's when you lose bits and pieces of really important memories. And it's funny that you said you're more present because I don't know what she was doing. She was just being such a goofball. And I thought it was so cute. And I'm like, oh, I want to remember this forever. So I pull out my phone and I start to record her. Now, I didn't post it on social media or anything like that. But the first thing my husband said was, can't you just live in the moment? Can't you just watch this? I'm like, 
yeah, I can. And I'm not posting this. He goes, but you're like watching it from behind a screen. So part of me, it's like such a an internal struggle because I do, I have so many videos and photos on my phone of the kids and I just want to look back and remember these times or show them when they get older, like, oh my gosh, when you were this age, you used to go and do this, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And you know, that's, that is a struggle. Like, again, I don't, I didn't post it, but I do see what he's saying yeah. is that, okay, you're now watching it from behind the phone. You're not there watching her in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know when I went to Japan, I had my camera out and took a lot of photos, but I was still able to snap photos and enjoy like present moment. But I was still quoting it immediately on social media just because, I don't know, it's exciting. It's just like a muscle memory to just go open up my social media apps, post it on there, and forget about it. But it's hard, especially when it's a those small moments where you want to remember it because our minds can't hold every single moment that we love, right? And I think that's, I mean, that's very valid. There is a balance. Mm-hmm. Social media. I mean, there's a there's a difference between I'm doing this just for the gram yeah. <laughs> versus I'm doing this because I'm keeping it in my memory banks. Because like you said, I mean, we can't remember everything. Yes. We can't remember what I had for breakfast. Right. My photography. I always said photos were the closest thing that we were ever going to have to a time machine because even if it's freezing one second in time, it's still something that could potentially trigger your memory and say, oh, that day we did this and this and this. It's bookmarks, essentially, for good or bad memories of your life. You know, going off on a tangent here, you said it can bring back memories. I always feel that way when I smell the smell of freshly cut grass at night in the middle of summer. It just brings back a flood of memories. I can tell you where I was walking, who I was going to see. All these things just pop up in my head when I smell that smell. So when you talk about like a picture, I'm sure if I had a picture of that moment, it would bring even more memories back. It's so important to have these moments so that way you can remember specific details. Now, the freshly cut grass thing, probably not like a very memorable moment in my life, but for some reason it is now because of that smell. So it's, uh, I think it's so funny how these things can just trigger. There's a balance. And I think that's what we need to keep in mind is how to balance social media and personal life. Because if you get carried away in social media, that's, I think, when it becomes really negative because you're so dependent on social media, on getting those likes, on things like that. Whereas I post stories more than anything else, I think, on like Mm -hmm. social media because they're super quick, they're super simple, and you put them on. Whereas I feel like when you're going to post an actual picture on your feed, you want to make sure it's the perfect picture. And I can tell you I waste so much time (laughs) making sure that I have the perfect picture when I'm going to put it on that feed, which is – it's a little embarrassing to admit, but I mean, we all do it. Yeah. Um, You know, so for me, that's something that I personally have to work on too. Balancing personal and your social media life. I think it's really easy to let social – pressures get to you too. Like, oh, everyone's posting this. I feel like I should post this as well. Or social media pressures dictating what you post, what you express, and try to 
keep your mental health in check when you're thinking about stuff like that. So with that being said, I know we've kind of been going off on a big social media tangent because there's so much to talk about with social media and it can be so good. And I pray that we're able to get it to the point where it's good, more good than bad. But just kind of segueing off of that, trying to wrap this episode up. Let's go out. Let's live our lives, live in the moment. If you're going to capture something, capture something, but don't dwell on it. And also remember, we are all human. We're all living our lives. So when you are looking at social media, scrolling through, make sure you take your moment to break from social media, go to bed, go do whatever it is you need to do. Make sure that when you see someone's story or feed that you're not judging them because they are a person, they're human. Just let's spread love and let's make sure we're using our platform for good. Yeah, there's already a lot of negativity going on in the world. I mean, if you're passionate about certain topics, sure, but don't feel like you have to because everyone else around you is doing that too. Exactly. And that's it for this week's episode. As always, if you enjoy topics surrounding mental health, be sure to subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. Like and follow our Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. And lastly, if you have a story you want to share or want to reach out to us, visit our website at DearDesertDiaries.com. Until next time, continue to lean on your support system and keep your mental health in check. And we'll talk to you on the next episode.